Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. I use this concept called implementation intentions when I'm doing leadership education. I'm introducing it in this podcast because of the powerful positive impact that it's having in so many of my clients' lives. So let me start with a definition. It's a term that's drawn from psychology. What psychologists say is that intentions are formed to translate intent to action. In other words, you don't just create an intention for the sake of creating an intention. It should be something you want to act on. Psychologists call this a self-regulatory strategy. It's about what are called if-then plans. If I do this, then that will happen, or at least it's likely to happen. This is a way of dealing with the self-limiting behavior that can negatively impact our goal striving. Think about implementation intentions as tools that lead to better goal attainment. They spell out how we want to strive for and attain our goals. Implementation intentions, they're not just important in goal attainment. They're also important in how we change or modify our behavior. I want to make it more specific and more practical. Most of us have positive intentions. We want to get things done. Okay, for me, I want to lose this last 20 pounds to get to my goal weight. My problem is a failure to act consistently on my intentions. In my case, <laughs> last night I shared a piece of this lemon coconut cake that was delicious. Oh, my goodness. And then I have the nerve to be going out for pizza tonight. Add to that, I've been MIA at the gym and in yoga for a couple of weeks. I have the great intentions. It's my behaviors that are getting in the way. So how do you begin to use implementation intention? You begin with the decision. Decide what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, what you want to experience. Get your mind and your heart ready. The questions are, what are my intentions? What are my self-limiting or self-sabotaging behaviors that could get in the way? Now, after you wrestle with those questions, you can wrestle with the two whys. Why do you have that intention? And why are you allowing yourself to engage in self-limiting or self-sabotaging behavior? Then the next step is obvious. It's you got to create an intention, a clear, compelling intention and a reason, a powerful, motivating reason for that intention. And you're going to use that step to create your statement of intention. Implementation intentions are extremely specific. They're deeper than goal statements. Goal statements can sometimes be abstract, but implementation intentions connect the intention to something critical in the future. Okay, here's an example from a performing artist. He's a jazz saxophonist, and he intends to be on the cover of Downbeat magazine big-time music magazine. And here's his in implementation intention. Here it goes. In 2024, when I play at the Monterey Jazz Festival, 
the Copenhagen Jazz Festival, and the Newport Jazz Festival, I will connect with at least three writers and or editors of Downbeat. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'll connect with them before each performance and invite them to be in attendance, to send a colleague, or to watch virtually. I'm getting on the cover of Downbeat because it will dramatically advance my career and positively impact my income in the long run. See how specific that is and how it's so action-oriented and it's an if-then, if-when. The implementation intention says, when situation X arises, I perform Y in response. The focus here is on thoughtful preparation for intentional action. Next step is defining and enacting goal-directed behavior. What are the things that you can do that are in alignment with your intention? I think personally it's helpful to prioritize actions because, you know, we come up with these action steps and they can sometimes be all over the place. So prioritize them and create small wins in the beginning. I've got a client who really wants to write a book about her experience with healthcare disparities. It's something that she knows firsthand from a, a heart-wrenching medical journey, her own heart-wrenching medical journey. For her, the first step was to begin talking to people about what she experienced. Just talking, just talking, processing it out loud. She knew if she could find the words to describe what she'd gone through, then she could find the words to write about it. And that's what she did. She started sharing her story with other physicians, with friends, with colleagues, with people that she trusted. She also started sharing it with a therapist. And the more she told it, the more she was able to relive the details, the emotions, every aspect of her three-year journey back to health. Now you'll notice even though she wanted to write, she didn't start with writing. For some reason, the writing was too difficult in the beginning. It frightened her. It intimidated her. So that's okay. Start where you can start. You know, it's the specificity of the intentions that makes the difference. Specificity coupled with a strong commitment. That commitment is to both the plan and to the outcome. That's what sparks behavioral change. Without commitment, nothing or very little will happen. What I'm talking about is an implemental mindset. That's one of those psych terms. It's a deliberative mindset where internal, intrinsic motivation is the driving force in implementing and attaining our intentions. Now, there's another way that I use implementation intentions and I'm just going to tell you a little bit about that before I close, okay? So what I do is at the end of every workshop I conduct, or at least most, I ask participants to complete this series of questions. I ask them to really take some time to reflect and then write answers to nine questions. The first question is, what are you going to use from this learning experience? What is your intention for using that concept, that strategy, that tool? And then what's your expectation? Why did you select that particular aspect of the learning for your focus? How is working on that intention going to help you personally? 
How's it going to help you professionally? And how's it going to help the larger organization that you're a part of? How are you going to use what you've selected? In other words, what are the behaviors or the actions that you're going to implement? How are you going to stay on track? How will you measure your successes? And then bottom line, when are you going to start implementing what you've learned? I wrap my sessions with these questions or a version of these questions because it's not enough to just enjoy learning. We've got a responsibility, a commitment to ourselves to implement the concepts that we learn in our lives because that's how growth happens. Implementation intentions are another tool to help us soar. And I'm going to tell you, I need as many practical tools as I can possibly find. I want to keep living a life that's overflowing with learning, with evolving, with growing. Now, that's not necessarily easy, but it's necessary for me. It's important to Joanne. It's part of my path to fulfillment. It's how I'm making good use of myself. And that leads me to my closing point. Wallace Waddles said, the very best thing you can do for the world is to make the most of yourself. Let's all use implementation intentions to make the most of ourselves. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.